Welcome to the Podcast Connector. I'm Christina Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kelly Scott and Kelsey Goldstein. We run the Podcast Connector, a service that connects podcast hosts and aligned guests, like a dating service for podcasts. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes stories and tips about the podcasting world, while also introducing you to some amazing people in health, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and personal development. If you'd like to get booked on podcasts or get connected with aligned guests, head to thepodcastconnector.com. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at thepodcastconnector. Let's dive in. Does my branding do me justice? I don't know because you're so awesome. I feel like there aren't 3D (laughs) words to describe you in your Instagram bio. There are not. I don't ever think my branding does me justice. I think I'm really awesome and nothing can be as awesome as me. So it's hard. We can encapsulate like (laughs) all the dimensions. We need like light code to be your Instagram bio. (laughs) Your sweatshirt does it well. Yeah, it does. I love the sweatshirt. For those who can't see, it says weirdo accurately. I got in on some random website and I saw it and I was like, I really want that. That speaks to me. Parker always makes fun of what I wear because he's like, where do you get all these clothes with words on them? Like I have so many clothes that have just like words. You have so many. Facebook ads. I don't know why I love them so much. Like, I don't know why I like it so much. I feel like it's just inspiring I feel like it's you I really feel like it's you I don't know why I just like whenever I see you in a shirt or like graphic sweatshirts that it has a word on it Mm -hmm. uh but yeah I mean so we wanted to talk about branding so we work with a lot of people and we get people's like media kits and their bio podcast they've been on like and we look at their branding we look at their social media we look at their website we look at all of their stuff their books whatever it is and there are a lot of people who were like we, we just feel like you are who you are as yourself. a person yeah you're underselling yourself it does not it does not come across in your branding and how you show up in all of your content and I'll say I also see this a lot with my with my clients, my business clients, like when they're first starting, like it's more understandable, right? If they're first starting their business, but I'll look at their social media, like before I've met them and then I get an call with them and I get to know them. And I'm like, I always tell them, this is the most common piece of advice I give. I'm like, look at your Instagram and like, think about who you are. I'm like, does this Instagram reflect you like this person? And they're always like, no, because I always feel like people on Instagram are so boring compared to who they really are. I'm like, every single person I get to know, I'm like, you're so interesting. You're so cool. Everybody has a story. Everybody's interesting. Everybody's super cool in their own way and super unique, but most people do not show that in their branding. They don't, they don't show that in their content. They don't show that on their books. And it's like, like, who are you? And I feel like this has come up with a couple of clients for us recently where I get to know them much more closely or we get to know them. And we're like, this person is so kick-ass. But if I just looked at their their social media or I looked at their website, I would have no idea. Yeah. It's like they either put on the persona of what they people think they should be, like what they you think that someone else wants to see, which is not authentic to you. So then obviously it feels unnatural and people aren't going to want to watch that. Or I know like with the start of my Instagram, I felt like insecure about posting, like acting normal and it took a while to warm up. And I feel like a lot of people are still in that stage too, where it's like, Ooh, should I be talking to my Instagram? Like it's my friend. Cause it feels like weird to be doing that. 
but you should be like promoting yourself and doing it that way. I also feel like it's really hard to be objective with yourself about how awesome you really are. I feel like that's where a lot of people get stuck. And that's why I feel like oftentimes it's easier, for example, to have somebody else write your bio for you than yourself, or like have somebody else introduce you on a podcast than yourself. Because I don't know, I just feel like people feel really stuck in either being afraid to be confident in the value that they have to offer, especially when they're first starting off, or they just like, they truly can't be objective with themselves because, you know, maybe it takes someone who you've actually had an impact on to show you that. So I think there's a little bit of both, both being shy and then also just not having the same perspective as everybody else. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is where it's really interesting to tune into how do I view myself but then how do other people view me? And a lot of us assume that how we see ourselves is how other people see us. And I think, I mean, have you ever done the exercise where you ask five people like for the best pieces about you and the worst, like, and you just get the very raw, authentic, like, who who am I? And what's interesting is sometimes people say things and you're like, whoa, I don't see myself that way. You know, and I think especially if you're, I see this a lot with like multi-passionate entrepreneurs, myself included, I'm like, what do you see me as first and foremost, right? It's very interesting because sometimes what I have seen myself as in the past, mainly what I assume is like, oh, this is really me. Other people are like, no, you're this. I thought you're this. And I think it's really helpful to get that reflection point because that's what you're putting. That's how people, if that's how people perceive you, like that's what they know to be true. And sometimes people, I mean, somebody came in the this week. And I'm like, what does this person do? Like, I'm, I'm literally confused. And we have their whole bio. We have their whole media (laughs) kit. I'm actively trying to figure out what this person does. I have no idea what they do. And if that's how it's perceived by the audience and they don't even know what you do, then they don't know that you can help them. That's so true. And we've got a lot of bios we get are like, we don't know how this is relevant to us, how this helps us. So Mm -hmm. like you need to state it like loud and clear why it's relevant to us, why you can help us. And a lot of them are just like either skirting around it or just worded terribly where you have to dig for it. But I feel like, yeah, it's just, you need to be able to promote yourself and kind of, you know, be brag about yourself because who else is going to do that? Yeah. What are your accomplishments? Yeah. And like, what sets you apart from everybody else? And that's something that we try to focus on when we write bios, especially is you you're a unique person. You have something that sets you apart from other people in your industry, but do you know what that is? Cause you kind of have to pinpoint that and then highlight it for everybody else. But then I also think that people go so far trying to be unique that it doesn't even make sense anymore where they're trying to be so different. It's so interesting in bios where they're trying to be so different that they're so unclear. And I'm like, what does this mean? Like it's so like, be very specific about what you do. I mean, in Instagram bios, for example, which is separate from like the bio we would send out for podcasts, but I go through this all the time with my clients where they like use, I'm a life transformation coach. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Like give somebody something tangible. Like what, what results are they going to get? How are you going to help them? Like be very specific. So people can be like, Oh, I have that problem. I want to learn from you. And people get so wrapped up in trying to sound different that then it's kind of like they're floating in the clouds and no one even knows what it means. If they don't know what it means, they don't know who you are. Right. And so I see that happen a lot with the bios, but then the other thing it's interesting. It's just like opposite within people's content. They say the same damn thing that everybody else says. And it's like, Mm -hmm. 
this isn't you. This is just, I could read this anywhere. It just sounds like the same advice that you've read everywhere else, because this is what people do when they make content. They like think of a topic and they look up what other people are saying and they just say it in their own words. And that's not you. You know what I mean? And it just shows through. And I, I do this all the time with let's use Instagram for an example. I look through people's content. And I'm like, boring, 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 boring. Read it before I read it before. Like, I want to hear from you. What is your personal experience? What is your unique take? Like really actually think from your own perspective. And I think the content is where it shows up that people are so busy worrying about what other people are going to think. They don't want to say the wrong thing. They don't want to give the wrong advice. So they copy other people who they think are experts in their field. And then it's like, you have become completely lost. And I always say, I think video is a superpower for people. If you can get on video, because if you post more videos and people hear you talking and they, they see how you show up, that's captivating for people. That is really much more likely to encapsulate your essence, who you really are in a video. And people can feel that energy can hear how you sound when you're just speaking from your heart than any caption will ever do in, in my eyes, because it's like, anybody could write this caption and so many captions, honestly sound generic. Mm -hmm. So I, I just think like the more you can get on video, the more people can really get who you really are. Because for me, I can look through everybody, someone's all of their content. And then I hop on a zoom call and I talk to them for five minutes and I'm like, you're so freaking cool. And like, honestly, before this, I didn't know that you were this cool. Like, Like, yeah, I'm trying to imagine if I was trying to get to know who Christina was. through just pictures on Instagram. Like there's no way that would come across. There's no way because who you are and your business is completely based on, it's like your personality and your perspective. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's a good point about being on video. And that's like another great benefit of podcasting too. It's a very similar opportunity for your authentic self to show. And I don't think people realize how valuable that is, especially now people want that. Mm-hmm. And people can, like you said, so easily call out the BS when they're like, this Instagram sounded like you just tried to string together a few cheesy lines and make it sound clever, but that's not mm-hmm. helping me. Like I'm looking for somebody that that's authentic and actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, because people want to invest in someone or learn more from someone because they like that person. Let's be honest. A lot of people are saying the same things, but they are saying it in a different way and people yeah. like people. Right. So it's like your personality is really what's going to make people want to continue to work with you. And what you just said, Kelsey, I, I had brought up on the call right before this for Nobius Biz School. I was, I told them, I said, you guys imagine if all of my content was just a picture and a caption, would you have felt pulled to join this program? And they're like, oh my God, no. Right. (laughs) Like, like, they're like, no, I wanted to see you on video. And for me, I'm like, I just got to get on video with somebody and I know we're good to go right? That's the power of the personal connection. And that's really what allows people to feel connected is if you can get as close to a one-on-one, I'm in person with you relationship as possible, which if you can't be one-on-one in person, getting on some type of video call is going to make you feel so much closer. I mean, it's like FaceTime versus phone call. You usually feel a bit closer if you do FaceTime, right? It feels more like you're there in person. You get so much more return on investment. And I also think this is interesting when Instagram stories came out of, there were so many, there were so many accounts that I remember for the first time seeing the creator, their face and how they showed up and how they talked. (laughs) And there were a lot of edited on Facetune. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, well, before, because at the time I followed a lot of nutrition accounts. And so there was a lot of food and a lot of quotes, mm. but I, there were a lot, of, there were certain accounts where I had never seen them before. And people who have, I had never heard talk, even if I had seen them. And when stories came out, I'm just going to be totally honest. I remember unfollowing a lot of people because mm-hmm. I was like, I, this, I don't vibe with you. And then also there are a lot of people that I was like, you're okay. And I was like, holy shit. I love you. You're awesome. Like that. I, now that I finally got to really see their personality and hear them talk, like that is something that if you're really trying to bring more people to your content, if you want people to invest in you, gotta show up on video or podcasting because that's how people really get a sense of your personality, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. if somebody listens to you long form on a podcast, they feel like they really know you. Like they do really know you. So there's there's so many people on Instagram now, like you're, you're literally lost in a sea. You can have the most beautifully curated feed of pictures, but there's also going to be a million other people with the same exact thing yourself is the one thing that regardless, like no matter what, it's going to set you apart from somebody else. And so some people may resonate with you. Some may not, but like, you're going to connect with the right people. If you show up as yourself on video Mm -hmm. podcasts, whatever medium you can like portray your authenticity. And with like branding, we're talking, I was talking about this yesterday on a mastermind call of like, even with branding colors, right? Sometimes people, they just do what they think that they should do. Like, oh, this seems spiritual. This seems like professional, whatever, whatever stereotypes you have, it's like, you need to be you, right? Because like your branding comes through and you, and if you are glitter and sparkles and rainbows, you, you do that, right? Like that, that's you. But if you are like, I don't know, black and white, neutral, like very monotone, like do it. Like that's, that's the branding. And I feel like so many people get lost because they do what they think they're supposed to with, with their branding as well, like with colors. And I'm like, this isn't you though. This doesn't even look like you, like, who is this? But you have to remember that every single thing, like the font, the colors, the, the way you type, like even people who, when they type a caption, they capitalize people who capitalize versus don't right? Like that's all part of the brand. Are you a big stream of consciousness? Are you paragraphs that are, you know, <laughs> spaced apart? Like that's all part of the brand. And I think like, especially nowadays, it's <laughs> what people do because they think that it's going to make them seem so professional actually gets them lost in, in the sea of people. I see this so, so often. Yeah. And I think it's one mentality too. Cause like, if you think of like the typical corporate world or like the typical working people, they have to follow a certain thing. So I feel like that portrays over to anyone on like Instagram too. If you're trying to change your business to like that and be more social and like get people to see you, you might think there needs to be like rules or like certain um, things you have to comply by, but that's like actually the exact opposite of what you want to do. Cause that's just going to make you be the typical cookie cutter that no one really like wants to see anymore and that people aren't going to engage with. So we're kind of trained that we have to follow the certain way, you know, we have to follow the work cited and school and do all of this stuff. And then in reality though, it's like when you're different and don't do that stuff is what's going to set you apart in this like situation where you're trying to brand yourself on your social media, your website, all of that, you need to do something that's authentic to you and sets you apart and not what you like may have learned for all those years. Yeah. Well, it's like all of the programming conditioning is like meant to put us in a box. It's like, 
we're so used to like being more of the same, like all like, oh yeah, we all do this. And that's what gets you lost. And it's like your personality that, that makes you shine through. I mean, why do people want to have people on their podcast? Is it really about what they talk about sometimes, but more than that, it's their personality, right? Like I want the person on my podcast more than I want a topic. Yeah. Uh-huh. If I want, if I want a certain topic, I am I'm like, okay, I want this topic, but I want a certain type of person just because you talk about the topic doesn't mean I want you on my podcast, you know? And For so sure. it is that, that personality piece that really shines through like people just people love people and that that needs to be reflected in your branding I mean maybe we could talk about things that we see that should be changed like in bios like just a straight up bio like what how can people make it better and then also what do we see that should should be adjusted yeah, there's so much that we can dive into there. What would you say is like the number one thing that's like glaring, like no, no, that you see in a lot of bios? I mean, I think that the main thing is like it's super non specific. Like, I don't know what it means, you know? And so mm-hmm. I think that first line needs to be very clear on like what you do, who you serve, the problem, the problem you solve. And where it's like, where, I think where you run into issues is where it's too general. Like I'm a nutrition expert. I'm a, I'm an empowerment coach. I'm a life transformation coach. Like, it's like, what does all of that mean? Can you give me an example? Right. And then also somewhere in the bio, can you have one really strong sentence that points to a big transformation point in your journey? Like what makes you interesting? Like what's a part of your journey you can point out, right? Was it uh, I don't know, some, some trauma you went through or something that you founded that changed your life. Like it's something that makes you very unique. That's specific that somebody can be like, Oh, I want to dive into that with rather than just a list of what you do in credentials. So I think having that is really important. And then on the other side, having too much, like having too many things that you do, it's like, what, what are you doing? Like you need to be very, very clear. And if you're pitching yourself to different people, like adjusting it, adjusting the bio, depending on the person. Like that's what we do for mine. You know, some are more business and then others are more woo. So know, know your audience and, and filter from there and think like, what is this, what is interesting for this person? Every bio I've ever sent out, I've always adjusted like in some way to, to make it very relevant to the person I'm sending it to for whatever the offer is. Like if I know if I'm speaking in a mastermind or if I'm in a summit and I know what that's, what what it's about, I'm going to adjust what I put in my bio based, based on that rather than just plopping everything I've ever done in, in one bio. And I also think in the language of how you write should show your personality. Do you know what I mean? Like it needs yeah. to show your personality. And a lot of people, their bios are just so boring, but just even in like the way you describe yourself, can you put something small that's personal, like a brief personal touch, right? I think of, you know, who I think is a great example of this, Angie Lee and Mike Lee. I think they're a great example because they both have like really great personalities, very different. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the way that their personalities are like shines through in, in their bio. Angie is like super energized and like outgoing and she's such a type seven, like so fun and bubbly and like expert and like really exciting. Like that, like that high energy, um, comes through in her bio. And Mike is like pro boxer, like soul CBD. It's just like, it's just a very different type of energy that comes through in, in the language we're using and the specific examples 
that that we're giving. So that's kind of my take. I don't know if Kelsey wants to add. Yeah, I was just going to say too, this is kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Sometimes it's hard to sit down and think like, what makes me special? Who am I when other people perceive me? And so I think it is really helpful to have a sounding board. And this is what we do at the podcast connector. We get to know the person. And then from there, I mean, and we I don't always know change ever, the bio. Yeah. There's never been a bio that's been left untouched because it's really hard for people to sit down and first of all, like realize what are their most meaningful accomplishments. Sometimes it's harder than it sounds. And then like, mm-hmm. why are people drawn to you? I, I think it's really helpful if you're having trouble writing your bio, I definitely say, ask some other people what they would write for you. Um, or just like give you some snippets to work with. Yeah. And I think even for me, like there are certain things that I, I left out for a long time that like now are like the main focus. Cause I kind of just forgot. And I think people, sometimes you like write a bio and you're like, I don't want to write this. You write it and then you never change it. And it doesn't even represent you anymore. So make sure it is up to date and current. And like, you know, you don't need to put all, every single part of your journey that you've, you've been on in it too. Right. Like just just the key highlight, right. We all have a lot of stories and what, what's like the main thing that's happened in your life. That's given you some personal experience. That's interesting. Like that you touch on that is relevant to the audience, relevant to that person rather than a mini story of your life trajectory. Oh, I've we, seen we don't that where it's basically like a bullet list, but in sentence format. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not interesting. And also not five paragraphs long. No, thank you. Right. Unless they ask for an extended bio. I've done some things where people ask for like an extended bio. So I think it's good to have like a longer one and then like, but you have your, your basic one. That's just a couple, a couple sentences. And it's really just, what are the highlights of what somebody would need to know to really understand me, but even in the languaging and the examples you're using, like make it represent your personality, you know? And I think also whenever, let's say you're, I don't know. I mean, you can submit your bio to so many different things, but this is why for the podcast connector, we include links to people speaking. We include videos of them, podcasts, because if you're ever pitching yourself to anything and you're just depending on something written, always try and get something on video in, in with you. Right. Like I do this, I mean, to get, to buy my house, I like sent in a video because I'm like, if they just see me and they get, they pick up my energy and how much I want this, like they're in. Right. And like, like I've, I've done that for every apartment I've ever wanted. Like I just, there's something about that video, that personal connection that adds so much more. And so it's like, if you're, if you are pitching to a podcast, send a little video or something, or just make sure that they can get you on video and like get a sense of your energy because words can feel so dry sometimes, you know, like words can't really fully encapsulate all of your personality and your energy. And again, this has come up quite a few times with the podcast connector recently where I'm like, dude, their, their bio that they sent to us, it's like, this person is kick-ass. Like they're so cool. And if I just read this bio and I knew nothing about them, I would feel like this isn't that interesting next. So you got to make it translate use exciting language, use very specific, cool examples, right? And like, where can you slip in audio or video examples, I think uh, is really important. And then if somebody goes to look up your Instagram, can they watch just a couple of videos and get a clear sense of your personality? Like having highlights, 
Are there videos on your feed? Like make sure that there is no way somebody could miss you on video. Like that, that is, that is a main thing, I think, um, because a lot can get lost with words. Yeah. That's such a good point with the video and also making sure your bio that you like might send out matches your Instagram too. Cause I know we've had instances where we had someone, um, we're pitching to to podcast that our bios look like spot on and the pitching is look great and they are great, but then their Instagram doesn't really match or isn't aligned and it kind of confuses whoever you're pitching it to. And they're like, I'm not so sure. Cause like on paper, they look really great in the interviews they look great but then their social media presence and their bio just doesn't really match what we're seeing mm-hmm. yeah and think about like what is it that you're actually like what is it that you do want to promote and if you're pivoting your business you need to be talking to your future client right so it's not what you've done right now but it's like how do you want people to see you uh like make sure you adjust your bio if you're making you know you're shifting what you're doing or if you spent you know let's say you spent 45 years doing one thing. And then now you're running this amazing company and you want everybody to know about this company and your whole bio is about what you did for the last 45 years, not about this new company that you're trying to get people to know about. Like no one's going to know about it. Right. So make mm-hmm. sure it's up to date and relevant because this has come up a couple of times too, where it's like, it, it can be a very accurate and good bio, but then they're like, well, but I'm actually pivoting to this. And it's like, okay, well then you need to like, this needs to be updated. It needs to all feel really consistent. Yeah. Because like, and I've made that mistake too before. Like I would go on podcasts. I used to go on podcasts and they'd ask me all these things. And I'm like, why are they talking to me about this? Like, I don't need, I don't even do this anymore. And I was like, well, my goddamn bio was all about that. You know, that was my mm-hmm. problem. <laughs> like that's what they, we tell people who we are. Like we tell people, right. And so they're going to see you, how you tell them, like whoever you tell them you are, that's how they're going to see you. So choose wisely, right. You get to choose who you are. That's how I feel about it. Any final Mm -hmm. uh, tips, advice? Just take your coolness, boil it down into like a really concise and interesting sentence and then build from there. There's your one really awesome sentence, throw Mm -hmm. in your accomplishments and you're golden. Don't overthink it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think just being authentic and, you know, staying in your lane and kind of doing your thing and putting on your blinders to other people is how you will be your most true self and how people are going to be attracted to you. Yep. Simple to the point. Interesting who you are, what you do, what problem you solve. Brief touch on past experiences that give you personal credibility. Any other credentials where to find you? We're good to go. Mm -hmm. All right. That's the formula. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed this. Make sure you uh, subscribe. If you enjoy the podcast, share it on social media, tag us at the podcast connector. Give us a follow. If you want to catch more content around podcasting, business, branding, all that fun stuff and leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you want to show some support. All right. Thanks guys. Talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.